right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy, too. All right. Welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. I have I'm honored to say I have a guest, Vince Angel, my man. Thank you, Joe. What's Thank going you. on, brother? No, just uh, just rocking and rolling, man. Working on my first album finally after 20 years of hanging up the microphone. Tell me about Vince Angel. I, you know, that's I don't know you as Vince Angel. I know you just not as Vince Angel. How did Vince Angel come into play? How did you well, How did you develop this? For about 20 years. Uh, before I got into the music, 20 years prior to that, I was at a big old corporation contracting all that. I ended up traveling the country with it. Got really big. And with COVID hit, it uh, crushed. It crashed the company, you know, with all the shutdowns and stuff. So I just did the right thing, shut the doors to the company for the time being, see what would come of it. During that off time, I ended up, uh, you know, I was going through a cusp with my divorce and stuff. And four months into it, I met a woman down in Florida. So you're down in Florida at the time? I was down man. in Florida at the time, yes. Down, down in Florida. Yes. What part? Uh, I was uh, Brooksville, Spring Hill area, just north of Tampa. Okay. Yeah, and um, I met a woman down there, and I uh, fell head over heels for the first time in my life, I can honestly say. So let me explain to me and what she looks like. What, what does she look like down there? Give me a little, give us a little taste. Oh, she's, at the time, she was 49 years old and a body to die for. Uh, Is that your thing? Is it body? Is it looks nah, first and then personality? Nah, it's a personality. Definitely. Personality has to be there, Definitely. but the looks have to get you to dance. Of You're not course. dancing without of the looks, course. right? Of That's the, that the, you know the song comes on, let's go, but then you got to see how you know everything is how, how you roll. Cor- correct, because I mean I mean you know in the past I've run into everyone from the ugliest to the most beautiful, and sometimes the most beautiful more ugly than what we consider to be an ugly person. Yeah, I you know, know what you're saying. So before we get into the whole name thing, but, you know, we're, we're down in Florida now. You said you had a divorce that was going on. Yeah, up here in New York. And how long were you married for? I was married for about nine and a half years at the time before we went for the divorce. Who went for it? Uh, well, both we both agreed on it because we were at each other. You know, we just weren't getting along no more for about five years prior to actually initiating it. Five years? Yeah, about five years just, just at, going at it back and forth, just not getting along. Uh, How was that like on your mental, right? right? You know, so you're married, you had kids with her, no, right? No, I didn't have no kids. No kids. No, okay. no kids with her. So, you, so you're married. Right. And, you know, it, things are just starting to go bad now, right? You got the ick, I would assume. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, anything she's doing probably bothers you. Anything you're doing is bothering her. And you guys are just like this, right? Right, All right. It was just a lot of indifferences and, and, and beliefs and stuff. Like I said, I was traveling a lot with my, my business. And um, she made me feel bad about it a lot of times. So that was ultimately one of the reasons why I was kind of pushed back. From the whole marriage thing, just not getting along. It's like, you know, so many times it's all, let's just hit the road with me. Give up your job, blah, blah, blah. You know, I could support it. Um, You're doing that well in that business. Yeah, I was doing very well. I mean, I was building uh, Panda Expresses throughout the country. I was uh, running AutoZones, Mavis Tires, a bunch of IHOPs, all different franchising chains. I was all over the country building for them. And I'm um, doing probably like 10 jobs in every three months at a time. Were you the GC? Yes. Okay, so in your, and you're GCing it yeah, all out. Yeah, I submitted all the prints into the blue book for to get bidding on and put the projects together, get awarded a project, and I would go break ground, and I'd pull the permits, get all the utilities going for the client, and expedite everything and just manage the whole project from start to finish for a turnkey operation CFO. 
Okay, so now, so you're doing that, COVID hits, things start going down. Yeah. But you, you did the divorce when, though? Were you still married? Oh, yeah, I was, uh, when COVID hit, I was still technically married, but the divorce process had started four months prior. What, what are you doing with this? You don't want the thing to hold, fall down on your ear? No, oh, I'm I think, good. I, I don't, is it okay? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay, okay. So, how, you know, going back to this divorce thing, though, because I would assume that it's not an easy conversation to have with somebody, hey, listen, we're leaving, but you guys are not to, you know, really cohabitating for five years, so to speak. It took some time because she was upset, of course, about it. I was too. Don't get me wrong. It broke my heart to have to tell her, like, this is it. But it was the right thing to do. Now we're more cordial today and, and we're friends because she finally got over the, the initial blow of it, the emotional blow of it, so have I. And now we just, we understand. Did you tell her that you wanted it over before you met the girl down in Florida, oh, yeah. or did you meet the girl in Florida first? No, no, I told her after, like way before that. Okay, so let's now dive, let's dive into this Florida chick. Yeah, so I met her, and I thought she was the most amazing woman. Very active. Uh, Where did you meet her? I met her at a supermarket just shopping. For, you know, because I was staying in a hotel. I went to go get myself some food for the hotel. And I met her just in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, you know, in the supermarket. And you just went right up to randomly and said, hey, what's cooking? Yeah, we just, just was like, she just like looked over at me, did like a little t like smirk. And I was just like, okay, what's up? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, yeah. She heard the New York, at the time I had the New York accent, still deep voice. Yeah. But, you know? And again, this is two years ago. No, this is talking back in 2018. 2018, okay, yeah. so yeah, it's even longer than that. December 2018. All right, and what's going on with your career at that time? At the time, uh, I was finishing out the last project. COVID hit, so I ended up finishing out the project down there. Again, that's when I shut my doors after that to the business, and I ended up staying down there. How do you shut doors? Okay, you're making a lot of money, you tell me. Why would you shut down the doors if you're making all that money? Because I had investors and partners, and nobody wanted to be involved, and not knowing where it was going to go. When were they going to open the month? You know, was the bubble going to burst? Was it going to be okay? People, you, there's a lot of restrictions yes. going on and everything. My part, I was the only one that really had knowledge of the construction. All my other partners were just pretty much investors, attorneys, things like that. You know, just so I could afford to bid on these jobs because you have to show, I had to show a $100 million escrow in order to be awarded the projects to bid on from the clients. It's a big to do. So AIA forms, et cetera. It's a whole corporate thing. So you're doing that. Right. And then that gets shut down. Right. Does that make you depressed? I mean, you're making money. Now, all of a sudden, what the, the form of income that you have is gone. I wasn't really depressed because at the time, I I was all right. You know, I was good. I had my I had my safety net. You had your safety net, yes. so you were good. So let's go back now. So you're down in Florida. You meet this chick. What about singing? Like, are you doing any singing? I or? wasn't singing at the time, no. Um, I was focused on trying to find a job down there with my skills, because Tampa is pretty big for that, in that area. Okay. With, with they have a big building boom, so I was going back and forth for interviews, but uh, then, I, like I said, I met the woman, and I didn't know, like, f not right away, but about the second month into the relationship, she ended up telling me at the end that she started drugging my drinks and food with uh, with meth. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Yeah. Wait a second, so you, so this here's this girl, so this is two months into the relationship. Correct. She, all right. Before that, though, what is going on? Are you? Did you ever feel like, hey, I'm hanging out, and all of a sudden things are not working good with me? Like, I'm, uh, yeah, I, yeah. You, I started feeling a little weird, a little different. I didn't realize it at first because I thought, okay, I'm down in Florida, it's hot, I'm drinking water, I'm looking good. I was, you know, I was losing a little bit of weight, like my, you know, little baby fat, whatever I had, and um, I thought it was just a matter of just being, you know, active and moving because you know we were always doing something, we were always going out to like hotels, staying on the beach. But like, how would it, like, like how would you feel? So you, you know, you're gonna hang out. Like, let's just say you guys are, 
just drinking at the house, you know, hanging out, you know, watch maybe a movie or something yeah. like that. And you feel a certain way first before you guys really, you know, the drinks start coming. And then exactly how would you start feeling when you knew that you were fucked up? Like how? I didn't know. Because it was it was like subtle? Yeah. She was putting a little bit at a time. She said it to me. She was putting like a point one, point two in my drinks and my food, whatever. And she said it has no taste, has no odor, no nothing. She told me all this stuff. But why? Because I, I found out how I found out was because I went and got tested, blood test. Oh, blood so you could, oh, so that's my next after, question. Because I would like, start after like eight months of being with her. I you got, started feeling like yo, there's something wrong with something me. Something going on, yeah. And I had to find out. Am I sick? Is it cancer? I don't. Know I, I got to tell be. you right now, that was so. what I was going to lead to because if I didn't know what was going on, and now I'm starting to feel off, I'm on WebMD. I'm checking everything. Right. My anxiety is through the roof right. because I don't. You know, the last thing that anybody really wants to do is say, "Hey, doc, something's wrong with me." Yeah. Right. You. That's the conversation you're trying to avoid my entire life. Right. Right. And this, right. And this is something I've never in my life touched before, even to this day, won't ever touch again. Yeah. Because I'm not into that. Never been. Yeah. You kicking something down there? What? With your boot? You kicking oh, something yeah, down yeah, there? Yeah. Because yeah, I keep hearing it and the thing. Sorry. So, um, okay. So, you, you start feeling a certain way. You go to the doctor, and what's that conversation like? Two days later, they call me back with the results, and they say it came up positive methamphetamine in my system. So then that's when I asked them, how could that be? They said, we should be drugging your drinks and food. That's how I found out. So I went back to the place we were staying. Hold on now. Hold on. Because you really like this chick. Yeah, I was in love with her. Head no, over here. I was in love with her. I, what do you mean in love? I mean, You'll like, do anything I with her. I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. Anything. You're doing anything. You got, you're loving her. You, it doesn't matter. She asks you to do certain things to you sexually. You're probably saying yes. Anything. Oh, That's yeah. how much you love her. Yeah. Okay. Now the doctor says this, that you might possibly be being drugged by her. How does that make you feel? It made me, it threw me off. I was baffled at first, but then I went back. When I went back to the, to the house, I actually, there was a, I remember sometimes we were cleaning. She'd say, I'll take care of that area, whatever, blah, blah. So I went to that specific area and I started searching when she wasn't there. And I found a baggie with a crystal in it. So when she came home, I says, what's this? And I put her head on the table, everything out on, on there. I put it right on the spot. She didn't even hesitate. She just switched. And I just beelined it out of there. She got very violent and launched at me and threatened me and everything. And I was like, you know what? I never would hit a woman. I, the tone I'm speaking right now is how I try to keep my composure with her. It didn't matter. Oh, so she flipped. To, it was time to go. So she she made it. But but was that it? Or is, did you come back? Because you were saying that she admitted to you. When did that happen? She admitted me after I left. Because she was, she was, turns out... Well, after after I left, I would try to block her, whatever. She would actually find uh, find ways and means to get in touch with me again. And, you were able to do that, right? And so she kept she kept every few months like getting in touch with me just to stir the pot again. And she would talk and she would just say it. And you missed that pussy? No, not at all. Because of, it's not once that. they do that, that's it's, crossing the line. That was not it. What I, was it? I was I was in love with her soul. She I gave her my heart and soul, and she just ripped it out of me. And that's what that's what brought Vince Angel about was that time. Well, okay, so getting over that. What does that do to you, right? As a as a man, not knowing, you know, you you totally trusting this individual. Right. You love her soul. You love everything about her, and then you have to eventually have that look in the mirror, have that talk in the mirror with yourself and say, I was blindsided with this. Yes. What the hell? Make better decisions. What am I doing with my life? How did I get 
not be able point, to this yeah. point that I was so trustworthy with this person. Basically, she bamboozles you, mm-hmm. right? And you, I, I don't know about you, but for me, I feel like I'm always on it. And if that happened to me, which easily could, because how the hell would you ever know right. that that's happening? That right. could happen to any one of us. You know, it would probably set me back a little bit and say, hey, you know, what's going on? Well, it did. It set me back uh, mentally, emotionally, and everything. Like, I actually, it took me a good nine months, a little more, to get over the initial pain from it all. And it wasn't like I wanted her back. I wanted that feeling that she made me feel. And I just felt like I would never, I could never find that again from anyone else, like the way she made me feel. And that's tricky, because that could bring you back for the wrong reasons. Correct. And not to her though. I just wanted that feeling again. But I knew. But I. But I lost all hope because, who else is going to make me feel that way? You know what I mean? Like you just. I gave up on myself. I gave up my own family, my friends. I was on the road the whole nine months. I didn't even answer the phone, call anyone. I was lost in my own self. When you and say that, did you ha- did did you resort to anything like maybe alcoholism, no, drugs, or no, anything like that? Nothing. Then how did you cope? I just. I just called f- certain friends. I go stay with certain people, whatever. I would just stay. I would just. You were trying to find in, any ear stay that myself. would listen to you, right? And try to say, "Hey, I need to rationalize this. Can you help me break this down?" Correct. Correct. Yeah, I could see that. And music, listen to my radio while I'm on the road. Matt Stell, for example, is one artist. He's came out in 2018, and I caught a wind of his music, and I would play that. And a lot of his songs, like Everywhere But On. Um, that ain't me no more. Those two songs are songs that he first came out back then, and I would listen to them, and they were the story of what happened to me. They fit and suited it. So, listen to that over and over again, and sing along with it, and everything. I said, you know what? You think I, that's fate that that happens to you? Do you think that that was sent to you by God? Do you believe in God? I believe in it. Yes, I believe in it because of how do you? How else a new artist nobody ever heard of? I find him on YouTube, and bang. It's just like my story through his music. And when I actually met him about a month ago or so at a show he did here, and he signed the back of my butt buckle. I told him the little quick gist of what, what it meant to me to meet him and his music, and he took down all my personal information, email, name, number, everything. So we've been communicative. Um, and I told him, I said... That's I, him right there? Yes. I wish we could play one of his songs. We wouldn't be able to do it because, you know... It, Rights. Copyrighted, yeah. yeah. We wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, you know, I, I don't I love country music. Love. Yeah. I don't I'm not big on names. I just love the music. Right. I you know, I maybe six, seven years ago I changed into maybe even longer than that, maybe ten years ago. Yeah. And just became a country fanatic. I love it. But again, you know, you just it's not like how it was when you're growing up, you had your CDs, you seal the cover of them and yeah. this and that. Now everything is streaming or everything is just being played in you know, it's like, oh, I know that song, but I don't know the name to the face and stuff. But right. Well, I was yeah. never really a country fan of it until I got back into the music. Yeah. Well, ha- talk to me about Vince Angel then, because I feel like Angel has something to do with this whole process well, that you went through. When I was, th- yes, it does. Um, through all the pain and suffering and praying to God every time and a lot of tears, a lot of tears. I mean, probably every half hour, hour, I would be bawling out tearing. But it just from a, from everything from maybe something I seen while passing on the road, the sunset, the sunrise, everything just reminded me of her. It's terrible. And I, I got to tell you, heartbreak is you know you learn a lot. Yes. And when you go to rock bottom, you learn a lot about yourself. Correct. And then when you reflect, you're like that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It was of, actually 
was a lot of soul searching. Yeah, a lot yeah. of soul searching, and I was a different person before all of this, and that's why I came up the name. So when I started doing diving into the country music and playing around with it in the beginning, I was like, okay, I'm I'm a I'm a Italian man from New York. How the hell am I gonna find a name that sounds country? So I took my middle name, it's Angelo. So I took the O off and said, you know what, Vince Angel. It's because not only is it my middle name, but angels, God <laughs> saved me. I gotta tell from you, prayer. just dropping the O is a dramatic change on the name. If it's Vince Angelo, you're singing, you know, opera. Right. Right? Or whatever, right. you know, whatever it is. Right. And I, hell, hell, I ain't hitting those notes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you just drop the O and it's Vince Angel. And I got to tell you, it flows perfect with country. Yes. Absolutely. But I have to ask you this, though. I got to go back now into this. I got to dive into yeah. this dive whole away. relationship. There had to be a conversation that you said, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You know, there was, putting this stuff in my drink. Was, that would drive me bananas. There was no rationalizing with her. Because she was on it. She was just crazy. She was a sociopath narcissist. So she was on it, a drug addict, but she wanted to secretly get you like, into it. Yeah, she looked nothing like she was. Did you ever go through any withdrawals? No. I just went cold. I just left there, went cold turkey, and I just found myself back to where I had to be. Because I would think that you're doing it for that long of a period, and you do it, you're getting meth in your system. Your body didn't start withdrawing and or, or saying, hey, listen, man, what if, the hell's going if on? If it did, I didn't feel it because I was just, I was always drinking water. I was feeding myself food, supplements. You know what I mean? I was staying ahead of it, and yeah. I wasn't in the area no more. I wouldn't have to worry. I never, I never looked for it. I never, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. So that was a plus, too. But you never had that conversation? Like, you know, because I would really be mad. Like, God forbid something happened to you. I tried to, but there was no getting through to her because she didn't care. But then when did she admit it? How did that conversation... Through a text message and a phone call when I was telling her off the last time, stop calling me, stop contacting me. Why are you harassing me? Like, this has been months now. Why do you keep trying to find ways to contact me? Finally took it to where I contacted her brother, and he told her to stop. Because she sent me a message on Messenger, I forwarded it right, took a snapshot, sent it right to his cell phone, which I found in my phone records. I sent it to him and said, can you please tell your sister to leave me alone? Yeah. Like, she's crazy. Was she ultra hot? She like, was, to you, she like, was, was, she she was, one of the, like was, was she one of the hottest girls you ever banged? I mean, uh, well, Do you still jerk off to her? No. <laughs> you don't? No. Uh, that's it right there. That'll tell you if you're done, right? You know, I don't even want to jerk off to her. I don't want anything to do with her because if no. she's really, really she hot. Was, she, was a, she was an eight and a half to nine. That's good. Yeah. She that's was, nice she piece. Was a, she was a beautiful woman, light green eyes. And But yet, her personality, what an actress, right? What mm -hmm. an acting job that she did. First yeah, of all, she had a double life. First of all, she, she hid being a meth head. From you for all that time, which yeah. is something else too, which is crazy. Yeah, and there were no signs because again, beautiful body, abs, nice toned legs. Had a job. Was, yeah. Everything. Everything. That's amazing. Now. All her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, which is great. Yeah. It's a big plus. So, something else happened to you too, though. And I mean, you know, right before we started, you you know, you mentioned it to me, and I would love to get into it here. Yeah, that was after I left her. After you leave her. I went to, I was on Facebook, I put some on Facebook about, oh my God, whatever, this happened. Just make sure you get a little close, or yeah, bring whatever, it to you. whatever happened, you know, and um, one of my buddies from uh, lived up in Georgia that I know for about 20 years, and, uh, you know, I met him like 20, about 20 years prior to that time. He goes, oh, bro, come stay with me, you know, I got you, da-da-da. So I took him up on the offer, went out there to realize everything he's posting and how he's bragging about how he's living was false as well. So I packed up, I left. 
So you went from you went from Florida to Georgia. To Georgia. Right. So now what's the next move? So now I left him. And I, and I had a cousin who lived probably three and a half hours in Georgia still from where he was. She, I haven't seen her since I was a little kid. And I was like, hey, cuz. She, she hits me up a messenger, too. Goes, why don't you come see me? It'd be nice to see family, blah, blah. Turns out she's involved with the game. I didn't know this. So like, a, like a real cousin. Yeah, real blood go there. cousin. Blood and, when you cousin. Say, and when you say in the game, you're talking about drugs. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know this. So I go to visit her. Hey, she looked, and I'm reading her. I'm studying her. Okay, she looked healthy. And Third cousin? No, first cousin. First cousin. Yeah. Okay. But again, haven't seen her since I was a kid. Would you bang your third cousin? No, hell no. You wouldn't bang your third? No. First, I... No I, blood. No blood. No blood. Third, still, even distant, nothing. Can't have anything <laughs> to do with your with your family tree. No. Okay. Because I don't know. You go down there, maybe she's smoking hot. You haven't seen her in 25 years. No. She's your third cousin. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, Who never knows? That, never that. Okay, 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 okay. But uh, no, I got... um So... I go visit, I go see her, and I'm staying down there for like probably a couple of weeks. But where are you staying? Are you staying in a at bedroom a downstairs in the basement? No, I was sleeping in the on the couch. I was in the room you had a room. Yeah. All right, so that's cool. She had a spare room. Yeah. So I was staying there for a few weeks or whatever, and um, I was about to pack up and get out of there. You know, head back up to New York. I was feeling better at the point. How did you know moment. that she was doing drugs though? Oh, because I saw I am catching my cousin. That's why I left because I caught her all of a sudden like the. The good mornings, the hey, what's going on? The, the friendship of being cousins, whatever, stopped. And she's very quiet and started acting weird. So I was like, okay. Oh, God. So I was What watching. a terrible spot to be yeah. in. Here you are, a I'm guest. I'm trying to get away from one nut yeah. to go into another nut who's I, actually, unfortunately, is related to me. And then she and I see her walking from, I caught her walking from the bathroom to her bedroom with a spoonful of liquid. I already knew what time it was. I said, all right, I'm out of here. Packed my stuff. It's meth? Was she doing crack? What did she do? I don't know what it was. But you knew she was doing some type of drug. Right. So I didn't that, even that, That's crazy because now here you are. It's not like you have a game plan, right? It's not like you have a condo in, uh, say, South Carolina that you're just going to go to and that's it for now. Right. Now you actually have to literally pack up, pack your things. It's almost like you're about, you know, on the road hitchhiking. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Do you have a car? I had a truck. You had a truck. So you had your truck. Now yeah. here, here you go. What do you do? No, that's what I did. I just uh, my truck, my bins and all that. Backseat was packed out, whatever. But anyways, so I leave there. As I'm leaving the area, I get pulled over by the police. During the time that I was staying there, my cousin had went and burglarized a storage facility. Had all the stolen items in her bedroom. She's taking pictures of it, sending it off to the victim, who was supposedly her, I found out was she knew him, and was saying I stole the stuff. So she set me up to get arrested. I found out after I got out of jail over this, I got Hold on a second, though. It sounds like, though, she wants to say, hey, I got your stuff. I can get it back. Give me money because I need more money for drugs. No, she just sold it for the drugs. That Oh, okay. My yeah. truck, all my belongings, everything. I got out of jail with nothing but the clothes but on how did? But why did it come back to her? Why would she I post the pictures and say, hey, he stole this stuff because it because still could lead to her? Like, why even bother with that? That's what I'm saying. Because... She had, I've, I don't really know the full details, but I think she had an in with the victim. He may have been involved with the drugs with her. Okay, so set you up, and he's in it. Correct. He's in on it. Correct. All right, so he, let's just, so take us back now. So you're driving the car. Your life is now upside fucking town. Yeah. Right? You don't know where you're going. Did you have a plan yet? Did you say, I'm going to Delaware or no, I'm going to Arizona? Come, no, I was going to come back to New York. Okay, so I'm going back to New York. Fuck this. Going back yeah, up north. I was going to come back here. I was over the initial, like, blow of everything at that point. How, from the time that you left her house driving, how many hours or minutes was it that then you get pulled over? Oh, it was, like, within 15 minutes. Oh, 
God. It's such a small town. Elberton, Georgia is the, the area. It's, you know, you, you, it's a tumbleweed town. Did you have a blowout with her? Or how did you leave off with her? No, how did I just say? packed up, said I'm leaving. Well, okay, okay. She didn't even let me know. Next thing I know, after I get pulled over, there she shows up. All of a sudden, she shows up. They show the, they're talking to the cops and everything. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And all of a sudden, they go, I go, can I go now? I said, can I go? What am I pulled over for? I thought she was telling like, yo, and then Oh, she it. came to the... Yeah, this, the, it, was uh, all, it was a whole set. Not whole the precinct. Setup. She came over to where you were yeah. pulled over. yeah. Okay. It's like, I swear, that little, it's, it's talk about stay out of small town USA's. Yeah, you stay out of them because they are corrupt. Do they bring you back to the precinct? No, burn right to jail. There's no precinct. It's not like up here where they bring the precinct and you get booked and then you go to a, go to a jail or court. They bring you right Down to the there, jail. you go right to the jail. They bring you right into a jail. And then you go to a bond hearing and a whole process. And I, even though even though the evidence, there was no evidence about me on at all with being involved with this, the initial reason for locking me up was the mud on my tires. The mud on your tires. That was the cop said. What does that have to do with anything? Exactly. Was it my cousin Vinny? Yeah, but okay. Like, so, Chris, come on. <laughs> so, so, what did they arrest you for? Uh, possession of stolen property? Burglary. Burglary. Yeah, burglary in second. And they. But what was the they, proof? Just the testimony of the, your cousin. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Me so, okay, so now here you are in Georgia, in jail. You have these charges that are, are being filed against you. Yeah. Right? How do you, what do you, what's your next move? I've to, listen. Every time my attorney spoke to me down there, which was obviously at that time was a state attorney, the, the well, county, legal aid, the legal aid. Every time I would sit there, he'd tell me what the offers were, whatever. I said, "Well, that's not good enough. What's this?" He goes, "This ain't New York. This ain't New York." That was the only response, including the judge. This ain't New York. You're gonna you keep kicking down there, aren't you? You're not said, gonna stop. Yeah, you're not gonna stop. Like, the, you're not gonna stop kicking down there. It was a rap. I was a Yankee in their eyes, and it was screw you. We don't like you. <laughs> Take, take six. Keep, gonna, take hold on. Six. I need a timeout. I need a timeout. You're going to keep kicking down there? No, yeah, sorry. You're going to keep doing it? Sorry. This is what you're going to keep doing it? Driving me bananas. Sorry. All right, go ahead. You, that, do it again. You're, you know, the attorney, this isn't New York. Judge, this isn't New York. Are you yeah. shitting your pants? Like, what am I going to, I'm going to serve time here for something I didn't do? Like, did you start giving up, like, hope? Oh, I didn't give up. I got, I got very rebellious, and I got quiet. How long were you in there now? Like, what are we talking? Are you there I was for 10 in there, days, 20 days? No, I was in there for, uh, I, had, I got sentenced to six months, five years probation from it. They force-fed that charge to me. Oh, they oh. said, take the six months, five years, or it's going to put you in for 10. You know, I got to tell you the truth. Like, what was the evidence, though? Your attorney had to say, hey, listen, this is what they have on you, right? I'm, I, I, this is what I do for a living. So I would say, Test this is what Testimonies they... and statements from my cousin. That's it. Yep. Saying that you admitted to her that you robbed the place. That's what she well, claimed. Burglarized That's the what place. she claimed, yeah. Did you ever talk to your cousin since? No. Man, I gotta tell you how you just you just cut it off, huh? Mm -hmm. And you just and that's the end of that. Yep. So you did six months, five years probation. Which I would assume you're still on probation? Yes, I had transferred back up here to New York because I told him during sentence, do me a favor, ban me from this godforsaken state. I'm never coming here again. And that's it. I got to tell you, once you get transferred, this, the state that you transfer to, they don't give a fuck. Nah, they kind of, they, he cut my probation also up here. He's a little, he's doing his job. He does his thing. He tries his best to look out for me. He's a really nice guy, but, uh, you know, he's got to do a job. I got to tell you. you know, I, I, and there was, there, is, was moment, there was moments where, I, since I've come back home, where I've said, how much time can I do just to get this over with? Because I don't like probation. I don't like being in the system. I haven't been in, I, I've never, I haven't been in the system since I was a young kid. You know, I'm a grown man, been very responsible. Did you ever say, I want to go to trial? No, if I would have went to trial, it would have been 10 years. If you blew trial? No, that was going to blow it. They said it. 
They thought they, so they didn't, didn't convince you. That seems like to me that they didn't want to do any work. Exactly. Okay, because you're paying. You don't. Have, you're not paying for a real attorney. You got legal aid. They don't really care. They got five thousand other clients in total, or whatever they got. They just you're just a number to them. Yeah. There was actually a book written about that town called Small Town Corruption, and the gentleman that wrote that book, I found out, um, he disappeared. And the book was ripped off publishing because he used all the real sheriff's oh, names. Oh, you think that he's in the back of a trunk somewhere or in the river? Probably fed the gators or snakes down there, whatever. How was the jail? How was doing the time? Like, what would you, how do you, you know? Let me put it this way. It's, it's down south. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about jail to begin with, but I'm just saying, like, was it something that you just, every day waking up and it was the worst thing in, in the world, or was it something that you just... It's actually a pretty clean jail, i got to admit that. Okay. And... As far as the other inmates go in there, I mean, nothing like nothing like up here. How's the soul searching so, down there, there was, when you're in soul. jail now? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you what are you saying to yourself? Are you rehabilitating yourself? Are you reading the Bible? You know, are you I, fucking some guy? I don't know what oh, you do. Hell no. I don't hell know what no. you. I don't know, but what are hell you doing? No, I was making a shank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spent thirty I was days. Thirty, a days, shank. 30, rah, rah. 30 days in a hole. <laughs> yeah. I spent thirty days in a hole my first month there. Oh, you did? After fourteen days, my bunk mates ratted on me for because uh, I steal because they starve you down there. They don't feed you. You stealing food? So I was stealing second trays and stuff and all that, and he went and ratted me out to the CO. So I launched him right out the cell, over the rail into the first floor. I almost broke his neck. Are you serious? You're lucky you didn't get a charge? Nah, they weren't going to charge me because I told them why I did it. And, and you know, they, Well, why he, did you do it? Because he's a racist little prick, and he ratted on me. Well, that's not really going to... That doesn't really so cover the guard, it. So the guard's there when I explained the racism part of him. What was they, the racism? Like, what, what was well, he saying? He, he was swore he was KKK. There's still nine. I hate racist people, first off. So he swore talking all this nasty stuff. So they were black CEOs. So when they asked me what happened. You said, oh, I man, said these guys that. with the KKK. Right. So I told him, I says, just so you know, because the, the kid was like that. And he ran on me. I says, you remember the lemonade you gave in the morning? He left it unattended in the cell. And I had to go pee. I says, he's like, oh, we ain't saying none. <laughs> That's fucked up. They were laughing. Yeah. Well, let me. Yeah. So, so, so you do that. You were. How was uh, solitary confinement? No, I entertained myself. How? Doing what? I just. It's you jerk switch. off in solitary confinement? No, hell no. Really? Why wouldn't you jerk off in solitary confinement? Like, what else is there to do? <laughs> yeah, fuck, am I gonna jerk off today? Ain't nothing but fucking. Oh, your head. I don't know. I know it's <laughs> tough. As you get older, it's tough. I need material now too, but I'd still try to whack off. What else are you doing? You doing push-ups or you know what are you doing? No, I exercise. That was it. Exercise? Do they yeah. give you books to read? Yeah, I get books and stuff. But okay. I don't care. I mean, I didn't really read. I just slept. I just kept to myself, and I just. I worked on I worked on my singing. I was just singing to myself. I was doing just doing, putting things together. I was going crazy. I don't go crazy. Well, let's talk about the singing now because you know you you're not a singer beforehand, right? You're, I was you're a singer. I was a singer growing up. I was in an R and B group, but you're an R R and B. I was R and B singer. Yeah. What are we talking North about? In North Babylon. Okay. 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 Up. What was the What was the group called? Uh, we didn't really have a group name. We were just a couple friends. Just well, we like, you know, we making believe or trying to be like a Jodeci type thing or, yeah, yeah, or like a new like, kids we, on the block. Or... No, not new kids. I was the only white kid in the group. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was singing like soulful music, like big time. Like like the, like awful one type of music. Uh, okay. Voice to man, things yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but um, again, I hung that up when I was 20 years old because I had my son. So it was make a choice, chase dreams. Or put diapers on his butt. So I chose put the diapers. Twenty years old, you had a kid. Yeah, twenty years old when I. How was that feeling? That's I was. I thought I was young. I was twenty six. It was. It was. Of course, anyone who has a first child, it's confusing. It's it's this fear. So yeah. There's a lot. There's all the different mixed emotions that are involved with it. But I stepped up. I wanted to step up. 
And I gave my kid's mother an ultimatum. I says, when she first initially told me, found out she was pregnant, I says, okay, well, if you want, I support you no matter what choice you make, whether you want to have him or not. I says, I'm going to be there for the kid and for you. And I swore to that duty. The first few years of his life was a little rough, but I, you know, finding myself still at such a young age, finding myself into transition to adulthood as a young father as well, but I found my way. And I paid my child support, I took care of him and stuff. We weren't together at that point. Um, she had her own little like demons or whatever she was going through. So we just still, you know, stayed cordial as, as far as parenting had to go. Um, but then you went and you left. How was that? How were you able to do that? Because you went down to Florida and you were traveling, you had this other girlfriend and stuff. How was that leaving your kid? Knowing that your kid still appeared, the kid probably was what, 15, 16 years old? No, he was older than that. Older? He was, yeah, he was about, uh, I think he was 19 or 20. Okay. Yeah, he's 22 now, so. He's 22 now. Yeah. So it's all, yeah, still, but, you know, being like, hey, listen, I'm, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to branch away, which eventually you do. Kids is at, is at an age, kids not five. Right. So you have to do that eventually. How was that for you to be like, hey, listen, I'm not going to be having access to you every day or you're not going to have access to me every day. I'm going down to Florida. That's that's another story. I mean, you know, he, he lives his own life. Uh, you know, to get into what, how my son was raised by the, by his mother's side of the family is a whole different story. Uh, hey, listen, you know, say no, so, you know, say no more. I understand what you're saying because you know, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. When you're not together and you're trying to raise a child to in, in separate households. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I get that. Now let's go back into the jail cell. You're now going to get released. Right. Yeah. What's going on? Do you have songs? Are you writing? Are I you singing? Like I didn't do anything at that time. I just wanted to get out of jail and get home. Okay. That's all I cared about. I get out. I had another bit of clothes, but the one outfit I went in on, that was it. Everything was stolen from me and already sold off. I found out in the street. When what I about your car? Somebody. Where's your car? Already sold. I found I found it was in an impound about an uh, uh, hour and a half away. And so, so I went to go. So I went and rented a U-Haul truck. Because there's the only thing you could rent on there. There's no enterprise, nothing. It was just a U-Haul. So I had no choice. Rent a U-Haul truck. Get the U-Haul truck. I go find out where my truck is. I go to it. The radio was ripped out. The whole bedliner was ripped out. The car, the truck was basically totaled. Sucks. Yeah. And um, found out the guy that, the, I found out the police report of why it was in the impound. The guy that got pulled over with it and everything. He was a meth dealer. How do you not, how do you not do this here now? How do you not go back to your cousin's house and say, what the fuck did you do? Oh, she was in jail. I went back to the house, trust me. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I was about to go back to jail over it. That's how mad you were. Yeah. I mean, I would be too. I don't too. fear jail. You doesn't do I mean? anything to you. I don't fear you. nothing. I don't fear nothing. Why do you think that? Why do you think Vince Angel has it in him not to fear jail? Like, for me, I don't want to be in jail. I kind of can tell, be honest I don't with you. Be, I, I, don't I, I fear jail. I don't want anything to do with it. I fear having to go. I don't fe I don't really, I can't use the word fear. It's like, I don't like jail. I don't want to be in it. Of course, nobody wants to. But if it's something that happens, you have to accept it. It's called acceptance. I accept things for what they are. Sometimes things are out of your control, and you just have to accept it, and get through it, and move forward. And that's what I believe in. That's the rules I believe in. I got to tell you, it helps. You which, know, if you could do that, because that gets you through it. Which is what makes me strong enough to do the music I'm doing. Because I said, you know what? Instead of me being rebellious verbally, making threats to people, whatever, then you know, you could be. I could be negative. I could be violent. I could be whatever. I could threaten and all that. Why do that? I'm going to get back at all these people that hurt me through music. When they see me on the radio, and they hear me on the radio or see me on that stage, that's the 
best revenge. Well, Frank Sinatra says, says it best. He says the best revenge is massive success. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. So that's your that's your motivation right now. Correct. You know, shove it up their ass. Here I am. Right. This is what I'm doing. You go back up to New York now. You have family up here? Yes. I have my uh, my brothers, two of my brothers, and my mother was still up here at the time. She just moved to Florida. Okay. So you come up here. Talk to me about the music career. How does this now all of a sudden transcend into a country music career? You know, you, you, you could have came back up here, maybe thought about doing your construction again or, you know, being the GC and starting that up. That's a good moneymaker. I mean, you went through hell and back. And now here you are. What made you say, that's it. I'm Vince Angel now, and I'm going to live my life the way, you know, oh, through a country singer. I had a friend uh, contact me from on Facebook, and he's he's head of A&R for Sony. So he asked what was going on with me, and I explained my story to him a little bit. And he said, dude, that sounds like a book. You should write a book or a movie with everything that happened to me. I said, why do that? I could do music. You could write songs about it. Right. You could tell your story through the music. Correct. And that's what I said to him. And he said, interesting. He goes, can you still sing? Because he remembered I could sing growing up. I said, 20 years, I haven't sang, but it's like I don't like know what you mean by you bike. can sing. What do you mean that you can sing? Can you? Were you able to sing like, say, Jodeci? Uh, back then, yes. Like, you know, up to that pitch? Yeah. Those kind of things. You know, ABC, BBB, mm -hmm. the West Coast family. You can do, you were able to do that? Yeah. Were you able to dance? Yeah. I got to tell you. Can't judge a book by its cover because no. I got to tell you, you don't look like you could sing a lick of R&B and you don't look <laughs> like you could uh, dance. Well, I changed the look. <laughs> <laughs> you had to. You got to play the part. Exactly. You got to play the part. So he comes up. He says that. That's a great conversation. Tell me what else. What happened from there? So we died. So he said, all right, put something together. Let me hear it. You know, so I played around with some some songs like Matt Stell's songs, all the songs and all the artists I've been listening to. Just practice, practice, practice. Two years now I've been practicing, 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 hitting shows here and there. And how my, does that my, my first test for myself was two years ago, two two Halloweens ago, I should say. It was on Halloween that I found a karaoke bar. Looked up a local karaoke bar in West Islip here. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna go test the waters myself. Nobody knows me there. I want to just go there, show up, and I had the cowboy out the whole nine. I show up, they think, oh, nice Halloween costume. Oh, yeah, wait till you see me by that microphone. I get up on that microphone, and when I get up there, I thought I was going to have stage fright. I didn't have no stage fright, because when I got by that mic, it was like something, a switch just turned off. And turned on? It turned on, and nobody existed. I was in that song. I was in my, I was by myself. All I saw was that microphone, and that was my saving grace and I just let it go and the reaction I got after that song was over was the was the was I would say the initial motivation for me to go further with it because now you're sitting there saying I can do this yes I'm these people actually accepted they liked what yes. I just did there and I'm not even where I think I can be right and I can now hone my craft I can really now like you said study and, and practice and and really get to it and really do it what song right. did you sing I sang Matt Stell's uh prayed for you prayed for you yeah okay and it was and when I belted out the, the last verse with the last note I should say Every time I sing that song at the end, I do, I, I tear. I, I Very tell emotional you, for me. I, I have to tell you, and I, I have and to ask. And I touched, the, I touched, I saw the, I did notice a couple, like, the woman and a couple guys, too. When I started tearing at the end, they started tearing. 
That's the best feeling. They felt the pain. That's the best feeling. There's right. nothing better than that because they're invested. Correct. You know, and that's what you want. I would assume. I'm, I mean, I could only imagine singing on stage and somebody's liking I, it. I, what I want is just to be happy and to express myself and to be and to to help people help other people who have may have been through similar situations. Good, maybe not as bad, maybe worse. Understand that it's okay. You got to let it out. Whether you have a, whether your dream is or your talent is singing, um, drawing, coloring, whatever it is that helps you feel better about yourself, just do it. For years, I've had growing up, I've heard, don't go after the music, don't do this, don't do that, just get a job, just this, just that. A lot of discouragement from my family, friends, and others. I finally shut them all down and said, you know what? I'm not listening to nobody no more because I'm a firm believer also in if you have nothing to lose, what do you have to lose? It's truth. Go for it. Go for it. I think you should do it no matter what, even if you have everything to lose. What is there? You know, what's what's the what's the worst thing that could happen to you? You get up and you do it again and you try it again. Correct. And you try again. Or and if it doesn't work out, you try something new. Look at you. You went from a successful business to now and and, and you put it to bed. You probably have that knowledge that hey if i wanted to do it again i could go out there and do it well i am i i mean i, I hold a full-time job while i'm making the music right now you know i'm a project manager I, I i have to ask so and i know that you said before you know uh the show that you wouldn't but i i have to ask that maybe if you that song that you karaoke can you sing a little a couple of verses just a little for me <laughs> i mean i mean you got the voice i like the deep baritone kind of thing that you got you have that little bit of an accent so it's already to me it's there. Yeah, I only said I didn't want to do live right now because of my throat a little bit. Throat. I'm just getting over a little cold. Okay. But I am catching. So thanks for bringing COVID into here. I really There's appreciate no COVID. that. I really fucking, <laughs> I really appreciate the, the COVID bringing it. Um, but yeah, I and mean, I don't care. I, yeah. I really, even if you did, I could kill us. Um, but let's play maybe one of your songs first. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's hear that, and then let's talk more about the music yeah, and the creative process that you do. So before we play it. While Eric cues that up, do you are you writing your own music or are you just doing covers? No, right now I've a uh, couple you see on my YouTube and what I did record last weekend, just two cover songs I recorded, and I did a couple lives, just practices of what I'm doing, just to you know get people interested and see what I'm working on. As far as my own music that's being written, I'm meeting with two writers, not this weekend but the following. Uh, they're coming in from New Jersey. And they're gonna meet with me, and we're gonna start going over my ideas. Like, uh, what my my basically my album's gonna be titled Broadway Light on a Country Road. Hmm. Uh, me being the Broadway Light, New York, you know, from New York, New York on the Country Road. Correct. I love that. I and love that. And the idea is to have not just a band. I want an orchestra to do the music. Love that too. Choir, big violin a guy. Choir at the end, and backup singers for the choruses. It'd be a big eight to twelve minute song. It's a little bit. It's a lot. Yeah. Eight, 12 minutes, and nobody's going to listen to an eight, 12 minute song. You never know. Well, you never know. You're you right. Know. But I know I wouldn't. Well, I know I'm not listening be, to 12 minute songs. <laughs> listen, when it comes to music, there's actually different variations and stuff that you play with it, anyways. You can make it long, you make it short, it doesn't matter. You have these writers that are coming down. Are they, are they for to write your song, or are they going to teach you how to write? Assistant. Assistant. Assistant, because I haven't written since I was young. And I do need the help because to make, I'm doing an eight song album. I, to write eight songs by myself, it's stressful. It's hard to get, you know, to concentrate sometimes. 
Do you have eight ideas of a song like that you like eight directions well, I you want to go? Well, I got the Broadway on Country Road. I got another. So far, I have that. I have another one called Three Wishes, which but the first verse is gonna be with a wish always wanted for my heart. Second verse, wish always wanted for my soul, and the chorus is gonna be incorporates what I, the last wish is what I say for my ex. No matter what she's put me through, I still wish her well. I got to tell you the truth, too. Because that's hanging it up. That's that's giving it my all and saying, no more. You know what's crazy? I'm over it. You know what's crazy, too, which is great, because you have to do that. You have to, Acceptance is, right. because if you hold that grudge, I don't know if you read the Bible or you're into the, any biblical stuff, It's you have to let that go and forgive. Correct. Because if you're holding that, it's just negative energy. Mm-hmm. And the more negative energy you have, it will just permeate throughout your whole body, and then that'll be your personality, and it goes throughout right. your day. It's the whole thing. Which and I and so I, I really am totally with you with that. Um, but here's the thing about that: if it wasn't for her, right? It's almost like you're thankful. Yeah. Thank you for doing what you did. Because if I didn't find out, if you didn't do that to me, if I didn't go down that road, if I did that, which then led me to go to my cousins, which then led me to go to jail, which then led me to come back up here in New York, I may not be doing country singing. I may be doing some odd end jobs still in Florida, up your ass, trying mm-hmm. to see if you would marry me, and that would be my life. Correct. You know? And that doesn't sound like you were following your dream. This sounds like your dream here. Yes. Right? She woke me up. She woke this you pain, up. Well, not her, but the pain. So, do, did you ever... Think about maybe contacting her and saying thank you? No. Or you just want her to hear your song? No, I don't care. And shove it up her ass that that's way? That's it. That's it. Look at that's that. That's it. You don't like it? It's funny, too, because my ex-wife, uh, she's supportive of it all, and she made a crack to me. She goes, oh, when you start performing, if you start me making it big and you're going to, going to you're doing the shows uh, out at the Coliseums, you know, you know I come I come to the show for free, right? I says, only time my exes will come to my show is when I perform in Texas. I'm gonna them. bring you all out on stage. Bring Here's all, all yeah. my exes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. at it, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> you ever think about banging her? Who? Your ex? No. Not at all. No. You banging any? You get any new? Anything new? What? No, nothing. I'm just waiting for the right one, man. Honestly. You're not on Tinder or no. on this all these apps or anything like that or no. Facebook thing. Oh, Facebook. I talk to a couple girls, whatever. A lot of most of them don't even make it the first base with me because they say the wrong thing. They like I I I don't want. Some, I don't want just sex. I want the real thing. I want someone to... You're actually, romantic. Yeah. You're like, romantic. I'm, I'm over the game. Yeah. You don't want to go to the bar hanging out at the bar every Friday and Saturday night. No. You want, if you're going to go to a bar, it's with your chick. No, that's not Vince Angel. <laughs> it's not Vince Angel. This fucking guy, Vince Angel. You totally redefined yourself yes. through all of this, and you now are this new person, which yeah. is great. Yeah. I, I absolutely, I absolutely it's like, it's love like it. It's like a spiritual awakening. I got to tell you, so I, you know, I'm a little nervous because I didn't, I, I, I didn't really listen to your music because I don't like doing that because I want to have a reaction. Right. So I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little nervous about hearing your songs right now <laughs> because I have to be honest. Obviously, that's what my whole persona is. And your whole thing is too. Mm-hmm. Like you're a real person. I, I, I got to tell you, you know, because I'm rooting for you. Your story is great. You have a great background. Everything, and I, I, I hope that you make it just based on your story because it's such an underdog, it's such a journey, and the end is the perfect ending is yeah. you on stage in Texas or getting signed and having an album and having these songs, and that bitch down in Florida, you know, listening to it on the radio one mm-hmm. day, and that's the ultimate, you know, 
Fuck you. Not just her, but anyone. Anyone. Anyone's ever wronged me in my life. Yes. Your cousin. Yeah. Scumbag. Yeah. If you would have just been, you know, grateful and everything, maybe I'd throw you a million. Give me the Joe Cozzo helicopter would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Right? That's what I'm saying. So... I'm nervous. Are we ready to rock and roll here? Yes, sir. Um, which one would you like me to play? Shake you, it you, it's your well, dealer's choice. Here it is. Shake it for me uh, real quick. Love that song, start, by the you, way. Before you start it. When I thought of recording that, that when I recorded that this past weekend, that's probably the sixth time I actually sang that song. I don't and know my, what that means. Is that a lot or is that a little? I produce. That's not. That's very little. Okay. That's now. Little, okay. Now, yeah, because he'll tell you if you've been in the bands and all that. You know, it takes a lot of practice to actually. Eric mess, has mess also been song. in a boy band. Oh but, yeah. Uh, as you can, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's how I tell. met Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I was but, huge at the boy bands. I loved I, them all. My producer was like, and when he was done making that song, I go to him. I go, now, what do you think about that song? That's a big song to kind of like compete with, right? He goes. Yeah, I said, so what do you think about how I did? He goes, man, you killed it. No, here we go. So to get that pat on the back from a producer, it's like awesome. But yeah, Eric, go ahead, man. All right, rip it up. Rip it up. Let's go. Here we go. Can I do a little introduction? Oh, no, just play it. Just play it. Let's go. Just play it. Cue him in, bro. Cue. What? Cue him in. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Next on stage is the up-and-coming rising star from Long Island, New York, North Babylon, if I want to be specific. None other than Vince Angel. Come on, girl. I see you sitting over there looking. You get up here and dance with me. Got a little boom in my big truck Gonna open up the doors and turn it up Gonna stop my boots in the Georgia mud Gonna watch you make me fall in love Get up on the hood of my daddy's tracker I bought a shoebox, it don't matter Nine on a tailgate, girl I can't wait Watch you do your thing Take a foot of your mother sipping in the honky tonks To the redneck, back to the break of dawn DJ spin that country song Come on, come on, come on Take it for the birds, take it for the bees Take it for the cat Swimming down deep in the creek But the critters get critters in the swirl Take it to the moon, take it for me, girl Oh, country girl Shake it for me, girl Shake it for me, girl Shake it for me Country girl Shake it for me, girl Shake it for me, girl Shake it for me Some kind of sweet little farmer child with not even give me a little fade out there. That was a hard cut. Hard cut. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be honest with you. Dead honest. You got the voice. I think you got to get polished, in my opinion, from listening to this, right? Like your breathing needs to be, you get a, I need, I think you need to work on your breathing. I agree, actually. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I think you need I to think work. it's interesting that you picked up on that, not even being into music and stuff. Yeah. That sort of breath control. Have you performed on stage like a lot? Yeah. Or are you just starting? Or you've you performed a lot? Yeah. So that is like a muscle. Yeah. That needs to sort of be exercised and developed and stuff. That breathing is uh Yeah, like you I think have, it's interesting that you picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. Like the the, the talent's there. Like I don't have that ta- I can't do that. I can't even do what you just did. I'd be left out the room. Like you know you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, it would be almost as if like you see an athlete, you know that this guy is an athlete. We just gotta work on him catching the ball now. Right? right? That's just something that yeah. that's practice. Anybody could practice and do that. Mm-hmm. So to me, right away, um, I got a little confused, though, too, for, for a second there, because it almost felt like you were going into heavy metal for a second, how you were doing it, and then you went back into it. So 
I, I don't know if that was something that's intentional because you might have your own little thing. Like, you're not heavy metal. More like um, Bandy from the country. I don't know. Did you hear that at all, Eric? There's definitely like a rasp to your voice, which yeah. I think yeah. is really cool. I that's don't think what it it's. Is. That's yeah, I don't got I have that. a raspy voice, yeah. so that's what it is. I yeah. don't think it's metal or whatever. It's I just think... the, way, it's the way the Vox work was done, too. Yeah, right. And another thing, too, is, and I don't know this, I'm only because I do listen to a lot of audio. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm not saying I'm an expert on any of that, um, mm-hmm. on, on music, on country music and finding talent, which I do think that I have an ear for. I could tell what's good and what's not. Um, but yeah, your voice, your voice is definitely there, but I don't know if your recording studio is, I think that could help too. I don't know if you're in a, I don't know if you're in a professional studio or you're in your apartment doing it. I don't know, but I couldn't tell that it wasn't from your apartment, so to to speak. Yeah, that's wasn't from that. That was in the studio. It was in the studio. Am am I right about that, Eric? Or do you, do you think that that too, or do you think that that I'm off on that? I'm curious, where did you get the track from? Oh, it's uh, Luke Bryan. Yeah, I know that's with Brian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where did you get, like, the instrumental from? There's a little, uh, like, a backing track from a female singer I think I picked up on during the chorus. Or was that you? Yeah, that's a female background. That's, so yeah. where did you get the track from? Was it... Just a karaoke version. And it comes with that little backing and stuff like yeah, that? Well, we added that. I okay. thought you... I got to tell you the truth, which I thought was cool, but then I realized it was a female voice after. But I said, oh, man, look at this guy. He's doing double tracks. Like, he's singing... But you know I'm, how they do but that. I'm in the background, too, a little bit, because he had did five different takes... And he just blended where he... Yeah, know, a lot of layers. Give me, give me, uh, can, we do, can we do the next song? Yeah, do the let, next let's one. Let, well, do the live the... one. This is live, this next one. This, this is live. This is live. In my, this is me practicing at home. This is in your closet. This is clean and clear. This is in your closet. Yeah. Okay. The oh, other yeah. track Which I, have... I Listen, I love every... I love that you're doing it. You're following your dream, baby. Yeah. There's, there's nothing better than that. Nothing. Believe me, there was a lot of back and forth with the producer when he was mixing the, the recorded versions. Like, there was another song I did record, and I actually sent Talking back. to the mic as you're a little and, far uh, away. So it was actually the second song I recorded in the studio. I actually kicked it back to him and said, I need this part fixed. Because he, he went, he, he grabbed the wrong element. The wrong well, listen, sound. man, that's what you got to so do. that's what it is. It's called Vox work. Yeah. Well, you know? I don't know anything about it, but I, I got to tell you, I wish I could sing, to be honest. Yeah. All right, so I wish I was in that chair, you're in this chair, and you're going to hear my songs. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me see what you got. All right, we got How You Like Me Now. That's the one. Right? Wait, 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 How You Like Me Now, who's the... Oh, that's Toby Keith. That's a song that I actually, that's the second one I did record at the studio that I'm going to put out on YouTube, and whenever somebody clicks, so it's going to receive proceeds, but not from me. All the money that it receives is actually going to be donated to the COVID nineteen to no uh, cancer research because oh, Toby Keith, who's the original artist, is just getting over stomach cancer. Oh, so that I wanted sucks. to yeah, so I want to donate not just that just cancer side research, but also to St. Jude's, yes. all of those different like um, diff, different yeah. you know Ronald McDonald House, whatever it may be, right. anything that's doing with kids with cancer, anything kids, yeah. adults, anyone. So. Um, who was the guy that you originally, when you were driving in your car down in Florida, that you said really resonated with you? Matt, what was that singer? Matt Stowe. Why haven't you done any of his songs yet? Oh, I have a few at the sleeve with him. You do? Yeah. But nothing out in public yet? <sighs> nothing yet. Okay, I would, ass- I would assume that that would be probably one of your first ones that well, you would do. I'm focused. Well, again, I'm f- he's good. He's doing his thing. He's torn. Um, again, I'm focusing on what I need to write now. Okay, before, I need to focus on Vince Angel's music now. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I agree. I don't uh, want to keep doing covers and get people bored. Oh, this guy just keeps doing covers. No, I want to put something out there, but I'm not putting anything out until the whole album's done. And until you get until you get these writers to come in there and helping you out and everything, well, you want to make it perfection. Yeah, right, exactly. I, but I'm not going to put one song at a time because, for example, you you and Eric may like to have two different tastes in music. Now, if I put one song at a time out, you may say... Oh, I like it. Eric says he doesn't. 
And now and he's now gone. I'm ne- here. Now I put the next song out on Eric Sells. I'm not even going to bother listening because the first one I didn't like. So I'd rather put the whole variety and selection out in one shot. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that makes sense. I would never even, I didn't even think about that. Now, yeah. here, here's one question before we play. Who's your favorite country artist? Matt Still. He is? Yeah. Didn't think you were going to say that after that little conversation we just had. I thought you were going to say, I know that he's your inspiration for everything. I didn't know if you were going to really say that, though. What do you think of, um, what's the guy? Uh, I can't believe I just, I can't believe I, I forget his name. Uh, the Traveler. He sings uh, The Traveler. Um, what am I doing? How can I not do this? Yeah, you better Google it. How did I not? How, how am I doing? How is this happening? The traveler. Toby Keith. No, uh, hold on. I got it right here. Chris Stapleton. Uh, how did I forget his name? I have no idea. He's my favorite. This is great. Stapleton is a very talented man. You're not in love with him, though. You don't love his songs. I like, no, I like his. I Make like, sure you get a little close. Bring I, it to you. I like, I, like, I like his music. I like his music. Okay. I, I respect everybody who's up there because it takes a lot to get on that stage. Okay. And the hardest thing is, I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're everyone from from me all the way up to somebody who's as big as freaking what is it, Babyface. When you're live on when you're live when you're live on stage, Tevin uh, Campbell. What was that guy? Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell. Yes. What, what song did but he sing? Real quick. I forget. Uh, oh, he sang a lot, <laughs> but. God. When you're on that stage and you're performing live, there are moments, I don't care, you're famous or not, you forget words sometimes. But you, as long as it's how you don't show it, that counts. You're there to entertain. You're there to, have a, to, to bring the audience together as one. I can imagine that. I can see that because when I was doing acting, the worst thing for me was I had to remember my lines. Yeah. And, you know, you can't do things as an actor if you're in your head trying to sit there and say, all right, I'm going to go soon. What am I going to do? Because you're not now natural. It's not yeah. naturally flowing. So I had a really difficult time with exactly. that. Exactly. And you just said it. Like I tell a lot of people, it's like I met this young girl at an open mic night once. She had a very raspy voice. sounded great. And I talked to her like, hey, why don't I bring you to the studio, introduce some people? She just didn't, I don't know. Let me bang you. Let me pull down your pants. Not like that at all. But um, she's like, I don't know, like doubting herself. I'm like, that's your problem right there. I can't even bring you to the studio with that attitude. You have no, you have, she has no at all confidence. Right. That's That's why, like some people have said, why don't you go in like the voice? Why don't you just, I says, I'm not as good as those, I'm not as good as those people no more. However, why would I want to go into a competition? Because those competitions are really meant for those people that don't have the confidence. They have to learn it. I don't know I'm, if I agree with that. I'm over it. No, a lot of them. I, I don't know if I agree with no, that because they, it they, takes, they it, select and pick the right some of the right ones, but, but the ones that don't make it. But well, for the you ones... to get there, you have to be confident. Like I would never do it because I'm not confident in my voice. Like I would never go on America's Got Talent because I have no confidence in my voice. If I had confidence in my voice, I would do it. If I was in the age bracket, oh, cor- correct. But I'm talking about like a lot of people. They just don't know their. They don't know how to really find their way into the business. I think it's like that. I, I think that it's 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 across the board. The people that don't have confidence, they don't. They have all these hidden talents. Forget about just singing. Yeah. Could be you know, in, in your job. It could be not confidence just in your personality alone to go up and talk to the girl at the supermarket. Right. right? That took a lot of confidence for you to do that. A lot of oh. people don't even do that. You know how I many people miss chances with hooking up with another human being because they're afraid to talk to the person? Yeah, not me. Yeah, well, not me either. I know. That's <laughs> great. All right, let's get into this next song here. Let's rock and roll again. We got my man Vince Angel. Let's see what you got here. This is in, like you said, this is this in. This is my, war, my practice. This is in your war room. I mean, just practice. This is in your war room. Right. Right? Okay, let's go. So I will put that out there. Let's do this. Let's see what we got cooking. 
always crazy one Broke into the stadium I wrote your number on a 50-yard line You're always the perfect one And a valedictorian So under your number I wrote all for a good time I only wanted to get your attention You overlooked me somehow Besides, you had too many boyfriends to mention. I blame my kids. No. <laughs> It's hard for me to fade it down. Because oh, no, it's not that. No, no, I, no, I didn't even mean that. I just wanted it a little bit lower, but oh, it's okay. We're good. Sorry. We're good. That's what I meant. So I, I need to do my. I got to work on my hand signals. It's my fault, actually. Um, so here's another thing. It's 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 really the same thing that I was gonna say from you know what I'm saying from the first one. The voice is there. You got the voice. I just don't feel like you're on that beat. I don't feel like I feel like he's stretching out to make sure you stay on it, and it's not really perfected to Vince Angel's version. And I and I feel like y you're trying to get that, and you didn't make that song your own. That song is not your own yet. That song's not ready yet. No, in my opinion. Again, you have the voice, which that's you can't. That's, that's why I'm working on my own. Yeah, you can't. You can't <laughs> walk into the stadium and think that you're going to play unless you have the athleticism to be actually good enough, fast enough. Agile enough, mm -hmm. you know, and that, you know what I mean? Smart, right. whatever it may be, you have that to get into the game. Now you got to perfect it. Now you have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning when everybody's sleeping and, you know, go to practice, shoot the free throws, shoot the, you know, the exactly. shots, go to the gym early and do things. And I'm just making those analogies because I, I don't, I'm a sports guy. I'm not obviously a singer, but getting up, practicing your voice, going on YouTube, finding out how to fluctuate your voice, how to get on that. I would, t to be honest with you. It's every song, every song that I record, I listen back to it. It's like, it's like a football team getting ready to play against the, the, the game on Sunday. What do they do before that, days before? They watch other games that their team, their... their game plan. Right, they come up with the game plan, watching their moves, watching their plays, learning their weaknesses and strengths. My thing, so my, advi the game. my advice it's to you... the same thing with the music. My advice to you is, is I wouldn't discourage you from having the writers come, but I think the justice that you can do for yourself right now is I would take uh, voice lessons. No, I have vocalists uh, coming in yeah, too. Yeah, I would, that, I mean, that's what I would be doing nonstop. Because yeah. again, if I if I can sing, if I could have that voice, I am now being able to work with something. Well, my producer even said he says I have the voice, and he's and he said I said but for someone who's just got back into it in only in a year and a half, two years time, he goes, it's uh, it's it's amazing. He said, "What's your what would your and I don't want to put you on the spot if you don't want to say it, whatever. No, it's cool. I mean, but what is your opinion on on that? I would be way more interested in hearing some original music yeah, and course. seeing sort of the Vince Angel cadence and sort of how you choose to use that voice. Correct. That's instead, the word that I'm I was looking for. Cadence. I think he was cadence was off. Instead of trying to match somebody." I'm no, I understand. I'm more interested in seeing what it is that you're into. You know what I mean? Right. No, I agree, and that's why I'm doing it. Like I said, I just did this for now. Hey, listen, man. Just to get something. This out is there. you're out there, but you're there. You're doing it. That's what yeah. you got to do. You got to put yourself out there, right? If you're yeah. a stand-up comedian, there's no way you're gonna go up there. You got to bomb three, four, five. And I'm not saying that this was even bombing, but they got to bomb so they know. Okay, I got to work on A. I got to work on B. Right. I got to work on my timing, my right. pitch. This was not a great joke, so let's put this away. But I got a lot of laughs here. How do I now? Okay. You know, and that's how that's how they do it. They, mm -hmm. you know, they they keep doing it. And next thing you know, they got ten bits that got laughs, and now they put that into a set. Correct. Right? 
and and it's sort of like this. Okay, I got the voice. Now I got to do the, the cadence. That's what was off to me. Correct. The cadence was off, and I could just feel like it was stretching. You were stre like you were stretching a word, so you were on the beat more. No, than I wasn't stretching a word. That's how to notice. That's the key. Okay, so then what am I? That's the key. That's the thing. I don't have the great. I don't have the terminology that's that the I'm trying key. to say. That's the key that that song is sung at. That that note is sung at. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're off key. I'm saying the stretch of it is the key. That's how that's how it's sang. Okay, that's, that's that part. I wish I was able to explain it a little bit. No, I know what you're saying, but I mean, if you listen to the original, it's done the same exact way with that. Stretch. So then maybe when you're stretching it, then the, maybe the pitch could go different in right. the stretch. Right. The pitch is something I, I do. I do have moments where I am a little pitchy. Yeah. But that would be good. I'm saying, like, if if it was the pitch was, you know, a variety of the pitch on that word. You want to know what it is? Man, I can't sing, man. I'm not know, even going to try. Truth be told, you have no idea what you're talking about, bro. Joe. I have no idea. <laughs> it's okay. Eric, Eric knows what I'm saying. Eric knows I know what, what I'm you're saying. saying. I know what you're saying. Like I said, you know, it's hard to go from low and switch up to high. You got to pick and choose the words and where you're going to hit that. And sometimes the transition takes a little bit of a stretch to get into that. You understand what I'm saying, but sure. I think that's what I'm to, saying, to though. To like you got to get that pitch. Yes, sure. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. Like you know, the, staying on the one level, like love. No, you got to raise it. No, <laughs> so you got to. You got to so low. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, listen, so let's talk about this now. You know, but so far, this, so far, be, but so far, my life. Bro, my life. listen, you can, I would if I was you, yeah. I'd keep going. Yeah, you, oh, you dig. I am. Keep, I agree. Yeah, you just dig. You got to keep digging. So. My thing is, is what are you doing? Like people want to come see you, right? They want to see you perform. Like, what is it that you're doing? Are you performing at other karaoke's? Or are you performing at? I mean, I don't know what music is. I know comics are open mic nights. I have, I have a, or so far I have an acoustic um, friend of mine. He plays acoustic group and stuff, and he's really phenomenal himself. And we teamed up, and we've been working. So next season we're going to start booking shows. What about you doing this here too? This is something that I would recommend that you do, right? Because you, you already put yourself out there. So here we go, yeah. right? You made a video, you're on YouTube. I think that you need to keep singing. It doesn't matter what is, and, and I agree with Eric, I would like to hear originals. Yeah, I'm going to bring them in next time. But I would like really to be, I would like to see you on Instagram singing all different versions of different musics, like yeah. having a 30-second clip of this song, a 30-second well, clip of that, so you can get some traction going. Talk about different type of music. Here goes one idea. Sorry, this is my third idea for a song. My producer's ecstatic about it. Growing up as a teenager, I was always into the Wu-Tang Clan. I was always into martial arts. And all my fellow schoolmates, nicknamed me, they, they nicknamed me Vinny Wu. Vinny so Wu. So when one of my friends I grew up with found out I was doing country music, I was hanging out on the 4th of July. He was making jokes at me. He go, oh, you're going to make some Vinny Wu-Tang country songs? Da -da -da. So talking to my producer about this, he started laughing. He goes, I actually know some Wu-Tang members. I said, so let's do a country-style Wu-Tang beat. See if we could get some in, some of them in on it. If whatever it costs for them to come do a verse, I said we'll do. I, I love the confidence that you we'll got going like on right school, now. The old school Wu Tang style, Wu Tang yeah. hip hop. Who's the best Wu Tang rapper play? you think in Wu Tang? Because I'm I'm big hip hop. Guy. I don't really compare any of them. I think they're all amazing. It's not the question though. That's not the uh, answer. But if I had to pick, if I had to, yeah, pick, one guy that you could listen to out of all their albums, they all came out with solos and stuff like that. If, who would it be? I had to pick the one that. <laughs> I guess it depends on your mood. Did you sneeze? No, sorry. Oh, okay. 
But uh, if you had to pick and if I had to pick and choose, I would say probably uh, the most diverse would be Method Man. I agree. <sighs> oh, you guys are so off and so wrong. He is the worst but out of ODB all of them. ODB would be my well, if God rest his soul. ODB was probably. He's good too, but he didn't have. He's nowhere near. Method Man, in my opinion, was the worst. The top is the two, and it could go both ways. It's either Raekwon or the Jizza. Oh, Raekwon's also really. He's, yeah, he's the Jizza to me though. That album, Liquid Swords, was top, 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 top and dollar. What I about agree. Ghostface? Eh, he was okay. He had a couple of good songs, you know, but uh, you know, he wasn't. He wasn't on the level of Raekwon Raekwon's or Jizza. Yeah, Raekwon is Only great. Only built for Cuban links. Yes. Solid album. Solid. Yep. Solid album. The, every song. But again, the Jizza, to me, I just love the yeah. Liquid Swords album. Yeah. That was something else. So tell me how people, uh, if they want to follow you, if they want to listen to your music, how do they go about doing that? Well, I'm on Facebook as Vince Angel. Um, you know, I do post some live. Vince Angel. Again, do you I, meet chicks and say, um, hey, I'm Vince Angel? Like, no. Are you, no, you don't do that. No, I don't, I'm not. I love this Vince Angel thing. I'm I think not. you should go all the way. I think you should change your birth certificate. I'm go, I, I should, right? Social, I can't tell social you. Social security and everything. Vince Angel. I, I would never talk. I would never call you anything else other than Vince Angel. It, it flows perfect. You know, when you want to start a business, if you want to develop an app, right? Right. One of the main things is you want to make sure you have a great name, right? Yes. So people can remember it. Vince Angel. This it's, like, is it's, like, it's like a brand, like Nike. Yeah, you got it. It stands out. You got it. You got the. You have the voice. You have the, the name. You have the look. You look like you're coming right from, uh, you know, Kentucky singing, you know. <laughs> Nashville. Nashville. Right, Nashville. You, just need, you just need a, you need a guitar, too. You don't want to learn the guitar, huh? Nah. Play a little acoustic little thing, get the girls, get their mole wet, their pussy wet, ready to rock. Nah, I interact better with the mic. Will you? Because I dance, I move around, I I don't stand still. Do you ever think that you, you know, because I can't do this, obviously, I would never be able to do it. But if you have a girl, you bring her back over, maybe sing a little acoustic for her, a nice little country for her, get her nice and wet, and you bang her out, and she's dripping and loving uh, you. If a girl comes home with me, she's already wet on the way in the door. Oh, look at you. Look at you. You're good. I like it. Okay. All right. You're good. So Facebook, it's Vince Angel. Yes. Right? They can follow you there. Are you on Instagram? I have an Instagram, yes. That's not a good answer. I don't, I don't really. That's not a good answer. This is 2023. No, you have to be. It's a job. <laughs> you have to do it. I know. You have to do it, and you have to be on every single one of them. Eric, am I, you know, this guy tells, he's just 100%. said, we just had this conversation right before you even yeah. got here. You have to be on all of that. So people, because nobody knows who Vince Angel no, is. I know. Unless I'm going to be putting out put, there. you got to put yourself in front of them. No, I understand that. And I'm working on it. I just have the Instagram. I just opened it up a month ago. Yeah. Still good. trying to figure out the kinks on it. Okay. All but right. I try you to share some it. stuff. I don't know. It's not letting me share, so it's weird. All right. Well, listen, you got to keep us posted on what you're doing. I love it. Come back anytime. Had a great time talking to yep. you, man. And, you know, I know that you're doing this, this music, but you do have a book there, too. Yeah. <laughs> you do have a book. That, you know, if you ever wanted to dabble in and get a ghostwriter and tell them your story, and who knows what that too, because you got a little something there. Story is amazing. I wish you nothing but the best, and I really, it's 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 an honor to have you here because I I love I love this kind of story and I love this type of motivation, and I think people will uh, learn a lot from it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is just you know, I, I think I've been telling people that I've been running into, you know, when they ask, you know, like for example, last week I was a, I stopped at a buddy's bar, you know, got myself a thing of water, whatever, I was talking to him. And he actually turns around and well, goes. What's this? No drinking. And he thing? actually goes to me. Well, because I'm singing. Okay. You know, you burn you want... out, you dry out, you you dry out your glands. Okay. Okay. So I'm talking with him, and he's going to me. He's going, man, I wish I could sing this, that, the third. I says, dude, anybody could learn how to sing. 
because our voices naturally have thousands of different harmonics. It's learning how to control, like Eric said, learning control and learning which harmonics to utilize and how to bring them out. Harmonics, that's right. the word I was probably right. never gonna get. So he's like, oh no, he goes, oh, uh, you, know, you, could, you could tell me that all you want, but you, you're amazing. That was his words to me. I felt like so like appreciated finally. Yes, good for Somebody you. Somebody who appreciates my craft and what I'm trying to do here. And actually, and he actually started like, I saw his eyes start watering a bit because here it is, he sees me living my dream. And that's why I said to him, what is your dream? Yes. Live it. What's your passion? Do it. Yes. Like I said before, don't let no one discourage you. Everybody in this, why this world is so messed up? Because people are raised with discouragement. I got to tell you too, you could be an actor. You should be in, go into acting, got a little character to you. You got I, this. You got this character. Like you could be in, right? Uh, you know, he has this whole persona to him. I've, you know, how many times I've been offered shows, for yeah, parts and movies. I love it. I love it. I love I've been offered parts of movies. I've been yeah, offered this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got this. You know, he could be that guy. I don't know where the guy, but he's he's like there. A little Yellowstone. Yes. Or something like that. Yes. He's the yeah. He owns a little. He owns the side ranch that they're trying to buy. Maybe a right. collector in Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. He may be even working for for the ranch. You know, he's he's that guy. He just got off. He just got off being in jail. Wrongfully convicted, wrongfully accused, and now he's working at the Yellowstone Ranch. How y'all doing? Make sure you watch the Joe Cozo show. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Vince Angel, listen, I really appreciate it. All right. Um, listen, if you get a chance, everybody, the show will be on uh, YouTube. Make sure you share the show and subscribe. Also on Rumble. We're all over. Uh, what is it? Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, you name it. And uh, Vince Angel, brother. Hey, man. I appreciate it. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. And with that being said, we are out. Peace.